You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 598. Feeling loopy. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to My Mac Podcast 598 and I'm not sure why we're particularly calling this uh, episode Feeling Loopy because that's what we normally are. So I, I don't know whether there's something else that's going on in the world very soon or has already happened by the time you hear this but uh, I think Feeling Loopy is how Guy and I feel every single week. Guy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine, Daz. You know, it's, it, it, it kind of feels like this Apple event is going to to change things. Right. In, I don't know way? if that's it, true or it, not. In what, in what way do you think it's going to change things? Uh, kind of hard to say. Um, I'm not sure whether it's going to be like just a phone or, you know, just a new... You know, it, I have trouble believing that it's going to... Uh, people say, you know, feeling loopy, that, that maybe there's going to be something with a new watch coming out, but I just can't see Apple releasing a new watch when uh, they haven't really had too much exposure for their developers for the second version of the operating system for the watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know whether anybody knows, but I didn't know um, that I wasn't actually going to have Guy on tonight and it was going to be whoever this other fella is on the other <laughs> No, it, it's it, just it, me. And it's I, I don't know whether you realise, Guy, it's really difficult keeping a straight face when you're trying to actually talk serious in that particular accent. <laughs> well, I, um, you know, something else that, that we should talk about sometime. Go on. Is because you know, I mean, I have changed the way I record this podcast so many times. I think actually that you ought to win a record for the most times that you change a podcast. I mean, it used to be weekly. It's not got. It's not. I mean, it's not weekly anymore. But it is still enough that you really should be in the Guinness Book of Records. I think. Well, it's, it's now at least been two weeks. You see, changing your voice doesn't mean that's the way you're changing the recording. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, because, you know, I, I tried a software solution for a while, and that didn't necessarily work that well. Various so, different software solutions, by the way. Yeah, very, very many different software solutions. <laughs> so then I went ahead and invested in some new hardware, and that turned out to be you know, just a whole thing with all the, the different mixers. And then, you know, just as I thought, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. <clears throat> Rogue Amoeba throws me for a loop, literally, by putting out Loopback, which has completely, again, changed the way that uh, that I record this podcast. <laughs> Now, speaking of how to record podcasts, and I know we usually don't talk about it till the, the third section, but I figured I'd jump the gun a little bit here. 
uh, I'm going to be at the MacStock Conference and Expo in Woodstock, Illinois, on July 16th and 17th of 2016. Hopefully, Gaz will be there too. But it's it's not it's looking not, so good not right looking now. Looking good, to be honest with you. No. And the topic that I'm going to be talking about is recording, editing, and you know, uploading and post production and all the rest of that of podcasts through iOS devices. And this is going to encompass um, doing interviews, talking to people over Skype, having more than one person in the room at the same time when you're recording. And it, it's, you know, the, now last year when, when you and I stood on the stage of MaxDoc 2015, yeah. we had like 20 minutes to, to do our presentation. I don't know if 20 minutes is going to be enough this time, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, now, one of the things that Mike Potter of the For Mac Eyes Only podcast is doing a little differently this year is he's actually going to have like this, this breakout room so that uh, if you have just seen a speaker present and that speaker is going to be in the breakout room, you can go and ask him more in-depth questions and, and, you know, talk to them about whatever that topic is. And I'll be doing the, the, the same thing. I will be sitting in the breakout room with all the gear that I talked about on stage and, uh, will be recording a podcast while I'm there and hope, you know, even if you can't be there, gas, uh, we should see if we can set it up to where, uh, we can record one together with iOS yeah. devices. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, we should do that. We should yeah. do that. We should try that. And well, we the, should if try. The, if, we should, if the Wi-Fi is good enough, maybe I could even come on board while you're there. But uh, anyway, that's for the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, if you remember last week, I was talking about some of the problems I had with my Mac Pro and, and with its memory. Well, the memory came, put it cool. in, and so in. far, it seems to be good. fine. Yeah, I, I went to the Apple menu and I looked and it, it's actually reporting as the correct memory. Now, the memory I took out of the machine looked fine as well. I mean, it had this, the specs that I expected to see on the packaging and all the rest of that. But there was something about it that we, was not reporting as the correct memory. So I'm hoping that the um, uh, gray screen of deaths and kernel panics that I occasionally got is going to be a thing of the past. That would be yeah. nice. Yeah. You, you don't want any more. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, oh, I've got, you know, how can I have two 27 inch monitors and not have enough room <laughs> for everything that I do? Probably because you've got stuff on your screen at this point in time, which you're watching, which you really don't need to watch. Well, that, that could be, that could very well be. I think it's, Definitely the one. Anyway, I'll tell you what, Guy. I, well, no, you had a busy weekend. Well, a very busy weekend, yeah. I, I, basically, on Friday night, uh, we have something over here called uh, Sport Relief. We also have something called Comic Relief, and they can't, you know, they don't. Uh, Comic Relief, now, Comic Relief and Sport Relief are every two years or something like that. So, they're, you know, they're not every year. Um, and 
at my company, we actually have some people who've organized to take calls. I mean, it's a nationwide thing. So there are lots of companies and call centers up and down uh, the country, which, you know, put the hands up and they get volunteers to step in. Well, this year I decided, I mean, it was the day before our anniversary, but I said to uh, my dear lady. Uh, it's would so, you like it's to- so sweet that you're thinking about our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, not our anniversary. No, 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 my my dear lady wife. <laughs> oh, sorry. And uh, so I said to her, "Would you like to, uh, you know, come with me and we'll we'll, we'll man the phones?" And um, I'm so glad we did because it was a, a real good evening. Um, and you're taking money from people for a good cause, which is great. And that uh, you have chats with these people on phone, which is great. And they 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 have all sorts of prizes and See, things. I, so, are you playing music? Um, wh- when now? Yeah. No. What? I'm not. I've got nothing else playing. What can you hear? I well, I did hear. <laughs> what am I hearing? I don't know, guy. <laughs> now I'm hearing Bart Bouchot's commercial. I don't know. You must be doing something because I've got nothing. Oh, else you playing. know what? All right. You know what happened? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Hold on, hold on. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Here's what happened. Wait, hold on, hold on. I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) that. That's not far from because now I have got I have got GarageBand set up in a way. This is gonna crack you up. I have GarageBand set up in a way so not inspiring people to come and listen to. I know. I know. But it, it's set up. It's set up in such a way as so that each and every week, I don't have to completely redo everything when it comes to recording. That would be good. Yeah. So I I took the the GarageBand file that I had from last week and and I just delete the audio, and then reuse it. You know, re- save it as a different name and and just reuse yeah. it. Yeah. But when I deleted all the audio, I didn't delete. The ads and the music, because I've got those on separate tracks. So you're talking to me, and then all of a sudden I hear the the fade-out music from last week, which led then into the commercial for Bart's podcast. And when the music first started, because I thought that was like some kind of music in relationship to the – to to the charity event that you, you were are, just talking you about, you are not selling yourself as someone who could present out a podcast at all. <sighs> Brilliant, yeah. So if you want to see how, in <laughs> fact, in fact, actually, people, I've got to say, I, I often I've had this conversation before about people saying glass half full, glass half empty, and this is one of those scenarios. Now, wh- where am I going with this? What I'm thinking, guys, actually, it would be good for people to come and watch you because then they'll know how not to do it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we've had a busy weekend. (laughs) And all I can say to the ISPs, to the networks up and down in any country on this planet, I love my phone, right? And this probably goes for anybody else who's got a smartphone. But if only I could get a decent Wi-Fi or 3 or 4G signal all the time, it would make it so much better. Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> Let's go over to mymac.com and do some of the articles before okay, I get yeah, the, 
really, really angry. Because there's a bunch of them this week. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, here's the first one. It is Tech Fan number 246. Tecmo by Rim Tobertson. A tip. Oh, you have it too. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what happened now? You thought he'd gone into loop, didn't you? Yeah, well, that would kind of fit in with the nature of the show. Uh, Tim finds a site. <laughs> Tim finds a site that brings him back to one of his old style favorite video games, Tecmo Bowl. There's a vibrant community around older video games, and David joins in with news that Blizzard is still updating. God, how old is that game? Di- Diablo 2. That's got to be. 10 to 15 years old. Yeah, well, Plus, if, if they're still updating it, that's good. Hey, why not? Plus, is virtual reality going to outprice itself to become as big as it can? And I, I'm still not sold on virtual reality. No, nor am I, definitely. That's a good middle section that we should have sometime, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, mymac.com. This is a spotlight. Alexandre Amato from our dear leader. Every week here at MyMac.com, we will spotlight a company, a developer, or person by asking them to answer seven questions. This week, we turn our attention to Alexandre Amato, vascular surgeon and, well, geek. Hopefully he's not doing both at the same time. That that would be a bad thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's where the future is of surgery, isn't it? <laughs> robot. Robot surgeons. Yep. Uh, STM Atlas case for the iPad Pro. This is a review by... This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Well, Kurt Blanchard. That's what we call him. The iPad Pro is awkwardly large, so designing a case for it is a challenge for accessory manufacturers. This Australian firm, STM, has addressed the challenge with their new Atlas case. Kurt loves his iPad Pro, but it's not an item to casually carry around unprotected. I can agree with that. Go on over to the website and check it out. Adventures of Poco Eco, Lost Sounds for iOS. This is a review by What Skillsy. Once upon a time, the games in iOS were deeply criticized for being bad, annoying, in-app purchase generating machines. This was largely accurate and remains largely true today. But in 2014, a game called Monument Valley punched a hole right through the theory of that iOS games had to be this way to succeed. Instead, it focused on beautiful art, deeply rich audio effects and music, outstanding logic puzzles and inscrutable yet intensely relatable characters. Go over to the website and read Scott's review. And next up is the Abbey iPhone case for iPhone 6S and the 6S Plus. This is a review by Sticky Vokes. Miss Stokes. Miss Stokes to Guy and Gas. Okay, Miss Stokes. Per, oh, God, what is that? Per, Peralta? Peralta? Peralta is a line of bags developed by Waterfield Designs, a San Francisco design company. This design company has a number of products for tech-savvy customers, such as the Stad backpack and Bolt briefcase. The Peralta, Peralta line... 
Wow. Was created Peralta. 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 I say Peralta. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, Well, anyway, whatever the line is called, it was created for professional women juggling life's many responsibilities. Vicky had the pleasure to review the Abbey iPhone case for the iPhone 6S, 6S Plus, Samsung Galaxy, and other phones of similar or, God, larger sizes. As advertised, it is an all-in-one elegant phone case and a stylish purse. Okay. Uh, I don't see how that's possible, but go on over to the website and read Vicky's review to find out how they did it. Photofast iOS Lightning Card Reader CR8800. This is a Nemo men- memo by Mr. Nom Jimoroski. This is Nom Jimo. What's the message? Well, if you'll hang on, I'll tell you, John. Photofast versatile iOS Lightning Card Reader CR8800 is the smallest and most affordable solution to add. Uh, the largest quantity of external storage to your iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch. Ooh, interesting. You will never again be short on capacity on your iDevice when you have this clever lightning tip accessory plus an inexpensive high-capacity micro SD card. If you're interested in that, and who wouldn't be, yeah. go, over, go over and read John's little memo about this particular device. And last up for this week, we have kind of kind of uh, bookcased with tech fans this week. Yeah, uh, tech, <laughs> tech fan two forty seven, ad networks and superheroes by Rim Tobertson. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> only two, only two main topics for the episode. Advertising networks and websites that use them and discussing some of the bigger movies coming out this year. Go bubble, I, bubble, bubble. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the bubble bubble. <laughs> I like the bubble bubble. Bubble bubble. Guys, you are absolutely right. <laughs> Tell them how if they wanted to write for the website, guys, how would they do it? It's ever so easy, folks. Just send a, an email to John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com. So that's Nemo at MyMac.com. Send him an email. He'll talk to you. You'll talk to him. And then all of a sudden, we'll pull you in. Yes, we will. And you'll be writing for the website. <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. oh dear. And oh. while Guy's dying, I'll take us out. So stand by, everyone, to stand by. Because Guy and Gaz, well, we'll be right back. Yes, we will. Hi, I'm Tim Robinson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, the Tech Fan Podcast. 
part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. This is Melissa, the Mac Mommy, and I enjoy listening to Guy and Gaz on the My Mac Podcast, and you should too. Welcome, everyone, back to the MyMac.com podcast. Now, now, Gaz, tomorrow, as we record this, yep. there's going to be an Apple event. Is it? Yeah, 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 there is. Now, neither you or I have any clues, well, about most anything, but about what's going to be <laughs> we released. We just don't have a clue. We, we just don't have a clue. We're the clueless hosts of the MyMac.com podcast. and <laughs> But we, we can make some... I almost said intelligent guesses, but I keep forgetting what show I'm on. Um, but we can make we can certainly make some some guesses as to to what and what will be released, and they'll be probably partially right in one form or another, maybe. But the only real clue we maybe. have, maybe yeah, not. The only real clue we have is that Loopy or Loop, not Loopy, that Loop. You know, we're going to keep you in the loop. So. Uh, just based on that alone. Okay. Okay. On the, on the word loop. <laughs> on the word loop. What does what that, that tell you? Um, it tells me that they're going to show everybody their new building at Infinite Loop. Is that is that actually on Infinite Loop, the new no. building? No. Okay. But they're going to show you the new building at infinite loop because they they're not, they're doing it at infinite loop aren't they Yeah Yeah well you, you need that well that's where the presentation is going to be Yeah well there you go then you see So you think it's going to be about their new headquarters <laughs> Well it might as well be because I'll tell you what if if all it is is about a new iPad Pro which is smaller than the current iPad Pro uh, and a new and a small phone, phone and a phone and perhaps a bit of software, then, yeah. I mean, we're being a bit disgenuous, really, because they can't come out every time with something fantastic. And every other company will always tell everybody and have presentations about their new new gear. So Apple are going to be no different there, I suppose. It's a bit disingenuous of us to take the mickey out of that. But but if that's all they've got, then, oh, yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they might although, actually come out with said, new some new watch bands. Although having Whoa. said, <laughs> yeah, loop, yeah, very good. Um, I, although having said that, actually, I've had this discussion uh, on another podcast where somebody said, "Oh, new phone, oh yeah, who's going to buy that?" Well, actually, there is quite a lot of people that will buy it, and my wife is one of them. To be perfectly honest with you, because she she's not bothered about having a big screen; she just wants the phone to be the phone. But actually, she does occasionally like it to be a little bit cleverer than you know just being a straight phone. Um, so, but she doesn't want a great big thing. So, actually, you know, they're covering all bases if they bring it out. Um, uh, but personally, I I hope they don't bring it out in the old version, like everybody's saying in the five S version, um, because I, I would prefer them to have the same form factor type phone across the range i think that would do them a lot better i think it'd be a bit disgenuous if they you know they have a different version which is slightly cheaper unless that's the, the only reason they want to bring it out so they can have a, a slightly cheaper version but i thought making the same form factor would help them um, uh well i think it, it could but, be i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say but you know maybe not i don't know but i, I think 
it, it would it would be better for the image of Apple if they had the same for, form factor across all of the sizes that they may be producing. I don't know if it can have the same form factor. I mean, they've made the 6 and the 6 Plus and the, yes. and the S versions as well so thin. Yes. That can. I don't know if they could reduce the that ba- in size to 4 well, inches. The battery, the battery wouldn't last very long, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's going to be roughly the same size well, as well, the when 5. I say, when I say when I say the same form factor, if you mean they like have the, the rounded fun- corners and all yeah, that? Yeah, yes. You know, and if they, if it has to be a little bit thicker because of the, the battery life, then so be it. But let's not have a completely different shape because that's forcing your hand on the battery life. You know, you, you, Apple are cleverer than that. Uh, and, you know, from an imagery point of view, I think it would be better, even if it was a little bit thicker, just to make sure that it had a you know, better battery capacity in it. Well, I think it's going to look like the Motorola Razor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, we, and they're going to call it the BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah. well, that's well, perhaps that that's a good stupid. So, so that if they bring dumb. that, and let's say they bring that out, what what do you think about an iPad Pro smaller version? I, I I think it was pretty much a given that the the smaller form factor, and by smaller I mean the nine point seven inch, uh, was going to get the same internals yeah, as the yeah. Pro. And it's it's really just a marketing thing as far see, as bit, calling it the Pro instead of the Air, assuming su- that that's what they're going to do. I suppose we've got to be a bit careful here because now people are listening to this, shaking their heads and laughing hysterically uh, because Apple have just proven that they've done something completely different. So, yeah. let, let's not, But they came out with a car and you're talking about an iPad, <laughs> nine, seven inch iPad Pro. What is wrong <laughs> with you guys? Anyway, let, let's move on to your second piece, I think. Okay, um, I've written an article for my Mac. Uh, as we record this, it hasn't come out yet. But I was kind of thinking about a, a previous topic that we, that you and I had discussed mm-hmm. and uh, about a previous product, which was the, the, the Jide Mini, or the yes. re, Jide Remix Mini, which was the Android-based little $70 uh, computer you're running the Android OS, but it was more like a desktop. Yep. And I started thinking about it, and it was like, okay, you have got arguably the most popular operating system today. And I'm not talking about Windows. I'm not talking about the Mac. I'm not talking about Linux or, or, or Android. I'm talking about iOS. That is probably from a single manufacturer, the biggest selling operating system today. And why couldn't Apple have an iOS desktop? And I I started to think about it and it was like, okay, well, in order for this to, (coughs) sorry, excuse me, to get past the, and I've got this written here, gee whiz, what a great idea phase. There are a a number of things that you have to think about as either a consumer or a manufacturer. And in, in order of what I've got listed, uh, one is feasibility. You want to take these one at a time or you want me to just rattle these all off? Um, it's, it's taken one at a time. I think that's probably a good idea. Uh, first one is feasibility. How feasible is it? Do you, how feasible is it in your mind 
that Apple could do this? Um, I, 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 I suppose what we've got to ask the question is what sort of device would they want to put it on or are we saying that the feasibility is can current desktops utilize it? Because that's the first thing a lot of people will try and do. Or are we talking about them actually creating a desktop device which is specifically just using the iOS so it will be much like those devices that we saw and we actually both tried? So a lot of people would want to perhaps try it on the hard the hardware they've got at the moment. Mm-hmm. So from, from a feasibility point of view, it, it's eminently feasible from Apple's perspective. It's just they're not just going to put it out there, though. They are going to either come up with a process which enables you to put it on anything or they're going to come up with a device which they want to start selling you. So the feasibility is definitely there. Um, It's just how would they sell it? And that would be uh, the only thing that I'm thinking of. Well, in my mind, there would be a couple of different devices here. You you would have uh, basically uh, iOS as an operating system would need to be changed in such a way that it configures itself based on the device that you're using it with. So when you pull your phone out, it's a touch device. When you're holding an iPad in your hand, it's a touch device. You put those same things into uh, one of two docking stations, one for the phone, one one for the iPad. And the operating system and the applications that are on that operating system become and work more like desktop applications. So essentially, you know, one of the problems that new operating systems have is the inability of them to sell themselves to existing users of other operating systems. And for that matter as well, selling themselves to developers to make applications for that operating system. Yep. In this case, Apple doesn't have to worry about that. They already have, you know, there's, there's over a billion iOS devices out there. So, you know, even if you assume that some people have one or two or three iOS devices or more in some cases, that there is a huge market of people already using this operating system. Would they, okay, so, but from a feasibility perspective, would would they have to relearn how to interact with that um, operating system if they were using a keyboard and a mouse though? Sure. I mean, there, there would there, be, there, there would a, have to be a learning curve because you're talking yeah. about going from, from a, a, a touch interface where you're, yeah manipulating the program however it was meant to be manipulated through a touch interface to a desktop where now you have to use uh and the keyboard the keyboard is like almost a non-factor because if you have an application that has text input whether it's an external keyboard or the operating system's internal on-screen keyboard doesn't really matter the part that matters is how are you interacting with those applications other than the, the whatever text it is that you want to put in? So mm-hmm. if you have a mouse or a trackpad or a trackball, in my case, 
or whatever, once your phone or iPad is putting is put into this docking station, it recognizes those devices and allows you to use them as as if it was a a, a finger moving across the screen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So so we're thinking feasible. Yeah. Yeah. And you think think there's hundreds of thousands or probably actually, I think there's millions of of applications for iOS. Okay. So so the problem that Linux has and other operating systems that haven't gained mass acceptance is you don't have that developer support. iOS already has it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Agree that. And that's kind of your second point there, isn't it? Yeah. Creator support. Yeah. Um, When Steve Jobs first started talking about the iPad, he said that it was actually the first product they were working on and not the iPhone. Now, considering that, they began working on this some probably five to seven years before the original iPhone was actually released, which means that there are lots and lots of prototypes that were running around in Apple's secret squirrel laboratories before the public got a chance to look at anything that resembled a finished product. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but it would not surprise me at all to find out that Apple has more than a few arm based desktop machines running a version of iOS that has lots of features that are very similar to a desktop machine. Mm, Yeah. Would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? I I think you've made a point here that says, uh, which is point three, which is projected cost versus projected profits, and that's the big, the big thing here. Uh, you know, that, because they would still have to have um, a certain amount of of support themselves. Apple themselves would have to have that support, and I'm not sure whether going down this route is something. I I have a feeling that these companies that have put these other operating systems out, which we've looked at and touched at, touched on, um, they'll what Apple will do is just say, well, let's just see how that goes. Let's see if there's a bit of a market out there, um, or they could perhaps be thinking, can we make the Apple TV that iOS device, which people you know can then move on to be able to have the interaction with Apple. Um. Possibly. The problem, though, with the Apple TV, you know, you know even at though the moment, at, at the, the moment, moment is that it is meant. And, and this is also kind of the knock that a lot of people talk about when they talk about iOS devices. The Apple TV is meant purely as content consumption. That is all yeah, but, the Apple TV yeah, but, does. But, but Apple, but uh, guy, that's what that's what a lot of people with Apple items do. They're just consuming. I mean, you, there's so many people now have. I mean, that's all I do with the iPad. I consume. That's all I do with it. Yeah, but I it, don't. It, it, I there's. I, I mean, don't create anything on the <clears throat> iPad, but it is a fantastic consuming device. It is, but at the same time, there's a lot of companies that have put out content creation applications. Now, you know, and, and we're talking major companies. Yeah, but and and but now we're touching on the cost versus project uh, projected profits. Yes, you know, who who is this device for? And that's that's where that you know the feasibility and costs and profits and then the user interface, all these items that you've put down, they all kick in 
um, you know, the application support, all of that kicks in as to um, whether it is worth Apple doing it. And I think they will keep a running brief that I, I, I agree with you. I bet they've got some of these devices already sitting there. And and I think they can be molded into, and this may be where Apple is thinking as well, um, apps on the Apple TV. The word app can mean so many different things. Well, yeah, but the 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 problem is the problem is public perception, and right now with the Apple TV, with the Roku boxes, with all of these small, you know, all the the Fire Sticks and and all the other devices from Amazon, none of them are being geared toward anything especially in the case of Amazon uh, to, but to content consumption and content purchase. Yeah, but we're talking Apple here. We're not, talking I know about we are uh, right, right, right. But when you talk about the Apple TV, that's the same camp that it's competing in. Whereas yeah, yeah, something like the no, iPhone. No, 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 no. I disagree with you. I totally disagree with you. Totally okay. Disagree with Go you. ahead. And the reason I, the reason I disagree with you is because Amazon wants to sell content because yes. that's where they make the money. Yes. Apple Apple not only wants to sell you the content because that's where they make some of their money. And what they want to do is to get you into the ecosphere. And if 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 this is another direction to be able to get people into the ecosphere, then they'll do it because you you know as an Apple user guy what happens. But the only thing Eventually, the only thing that holds you to a platform, and this is this works the same way with desktop and laptop computers and the OSs that we're used to using, like Windows and OS X, the only thing that really holds you to those platforms are the applications, not the content that you buy, because music is, is pretty much DRM-free now. And uh, video is not, but eventually also will be, at which point it doesn't matter whether you buy content from Apple, whether you buy it from Amazon or Sony or, or whoever you have purchased content from, it will work on all these devices. I can buy songs in Amazon, drop them right into iTunes, and they work fine. I can buy songs on iTunes and play them uh, if I was crazy enough on a Microsoft phone, as long as the correct codecs were in that phone to play uh, either MP3s or AAC files. So it's the applications that determine the feasibility of not only the applications, but the the types of applications that potential users of a desktop computer or a laptop computer will buy and use that will make up the feasibility of a platform. And Apple has more applications in iOS than they do in any other platform that's available out there right now, with the possible exception of, of Windows, which, which is, of takes course, me, which, which takes me back to the statement that Apple are pushing the Apple TV and also making the statement around apps. So I'm not saying the current Apple TV will be... Yeah, because that's a relatively new development. Yeah, I think, you know, going back to um, Apple sitting in the research lab, you know, 
that's they'll be getting that they'll you know those the feasibility of can we develop the apple tv in a manner that it will start to draw people in to be able to go down a computer route as well um and you know where's the money in that now this isn't before people start shouting this isn't to replace your mac minis and your mac and the, yeah. uh, the iMac, no, no, not uh, you, no, not seriously, no. We, I, we'll be we'll be dead before it replaces those guys. I don't think so. I think I, we are I, five uh, years away. Once a product yeah, like this is yeah, released, I tell, tell you what, we've had the conversation. I've heard the conversation before. In fact, we probably had this conversation fairly fairly early on. And I always said it will take a lot longer than people think to actually make those moves. People are still going out buying heavy-duty computing devices, whether it be the iMac that I've just spent a load of money on, um, new, or the Mac that you've spent, you know, not yeah. so much money on, but it's second-hand. But you still want that power. You still want that power. I think we're a long way off before. But, but you and um, I are, are an unusual use case in so many ways. Um uh, no, well, I, okay, agreed on that point, but not agreed on the fact that I still see Mrs. G wanting to use the computer. And she she will go forward. She'll just say, I, if I don't need to use it, I don't need to use it. But she still wants to occasionally sit down in front of a reasonable computer to be able to, to utilize it ah. and do stuff and do stuff with it, which um, for her usage could possibly be utilized on an apple tv but you've still got users out there that will want more powerful machines possibly and, and for them and, there will always via, be windows via, there will always be os 10 <laughs> yes absolutely but so for the mass like let's say this you have spent x number of dollars on an iphone or an ipad and you don't want to spend another x number of dollars on either a Windows PC or better off with uh, even even a uh, Mac Mini at four ninety nine. What if you could get this docking station for two ninety nine? That essentially everything that you have on your phone, instead of having to sync it between your Mac or Windows PC up through the cloud and, and over to this other computer, and you hope that everything goes right and it doesn't get duplicated. It doesn't have to be duplicated because it's just there on your phone. You stick that phone into a slot and you're on Facebook and you're doing your email and you're working in Microsoft office and all the stuff that a a typical computer user is doing. Now you can't really take the stuff that, that you and I and Tim and a, a lot of people that are involved in the same industry as we are as a no, typical no, use case. No, people, no, well, no, I'm not. But what you've just said is everybody's got that at the moment with their phones and their Mac and their iPads. But they don't have it on a big screen and they don't have it with uh, easy so, so, mouse well, support and a file no, manager no, and all the rest no, of it. No, no, no. So if you build something into interact with the Apple TV, then Bob's your uncle. Possibly. But I still, I still think that, that could, the Apple TV could be the interface and the connection that you've just mentioned between you and having a big screen. Well, maybe whether, whether it's called whether it's called the Apple TV or not, you know, that's a different uh, uh, a different 
um, right. naming convention because calling it the Apple TV is obviously then giving people's mindset about what it does and what it's representing. So it okay, to but is is the apps on the Apple TV the same? Kind of no, app well, stop, that somebody stop, would stop, write no, for stop, iOS. Stop, stop! No, stop! 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 Okay. Did you listen to what I just said? Yes. Because what I said was the interface between the Apple TV and your device that you're inter- in, interacting with. So y- y- the Apple TV is a conduit to having that docking station that you were just talking about. I'm confused. <laughs> what right. else is new? <laughs> you were talking about actually the in, having. I, I I went back and said we've got that now. We've got the iPhone and people have got the iPads. And you said yes, but they haven't got it on a larger screen. So I then said that's where oh. the Apple TV could then interact, and that's what the Apple t- TV could develop into. It's not the Apple TV that's doing the work. The Apple TV is just talking to your mobile device and then giving you a much better interface to be able to look at it you know, and interact with those apps that you just mentioned um, on on a bigger screen. The fact that we call it an Apple TV is indicating it's doing a different job. So moving forward, they would have to call it like Apple Dock or something like that. Well, possibly, possibly. But I, I still think that it would gain better acceptance if it was more like the kind of desktop or laptop computer that people are using now. Now, you know, this docking station idea could also extend into a laptop-like device where you have a a little built-in, not so much for the iPad, but where you have a a little built-in slip for your iPhone to slip in. And now you've got a keyboard and you've got a screen and a trackpad or maybe even make it a a touch-enabled device if that's what you want to do. And it's, it's one less thing that you have to carry around. I mean, a lot of people, when they go out on trips or whatever, they have their phone and then they also have their laptop. Well, what if your phone was your laptop? Yeah, but (laughs) that's what I just said. A lot of people, they won't take the laptop. They'll take their iPad. And if they can then interact with that on a larger device, a larger screen, so so in the future what we're seeing is screens that whatever device you carry, whether it's an iOS device or a Windows device or an Android device, you, you sit down in front of a screen which then automatically communicates with whatever device you've got and it may give you an automated um, keyboard on whatever flat surface you're sat in front of, i.e. by you know seeing where your fingers are, and then talks to your device automatically so that you can store that information. All, all you're doing, it's, it's just a conduit just to see on a much bigger screen and a much better environment, which you're more used to, like sitting in front of a computer, um, and then you move away, and then you sit at the next... Um, area where there are one of these screens. So we're not really talking about iOS being a standalone device which sits on lots of lots of different devices here, there, and everywhere, or that you carry around. You're talking about having whether it be your iPad that you carry around everywhere, whether it be your um, iPhone of whatever size that actually talks to something which gives you a better UI than just yes. having a small screen. Yes. I still think Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could actually come out with an Apple TV that has a similar dock. 
Yeah. You get home the, from work, you slip so, your, so, your so there you iPhone go. in so there. It's, it's, there you go. So Bob's it's your Apple uncle. TV slash, slash doc. That solved yeah. it. Yeah, solved Apple's, it. Apple Slock. Slock, yeah. I don't know, something. I couldn't yeah. try to think of something that would combine TV and doc and – yeah, uh, that's, that's, take us out. Take okay. Because <laughs> uh, we've taken each other out. <laughs> uh, we would love to hear your guys' opinions on, on this particular topic. Feel free to contact us in all the various ways that we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And Gaz and I, with probably a slight headache, we'll be right back. And I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called The Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's The Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store. Excellence in mediocrity. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the last section of the Mighty Podcast. <sighs> Number 598, I believe. We're only two away from 600, but let's not mention that. Yeah, because I'll go off on a tangent. Yes, you will. So uh, did I say we're 598, Guy? Yes. I'm agreeing and nodding my head. It's time for Gas's tip. So a little slow on the uptake. Yes, I am. <laughs> I love it. Do you use iCloud? I do. I do use iCloud. Okay. Um, can you remember if you've set up uh, your work computer or your, you know, a, a separate Mac or a, uh, an iPad or your wife's phone or your phone? Is that something which causes you problems at all? No, not so much. But well, if- some people it does. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, what you've got to do is go into System Preferences, click on iCloud. Then there is a button called Account Details. Click on Account Details. You may well be asked at this point to then put in your your um, iCloud password. You may even then also be asked for further details along some security questions that you put in. Yeah. But in that option, you will have, you'll get four tabs and one of them will say devices in devices. Once you've clicked on it, once you've passed, put all your passwords in, you can then confirm which devices you've got linked up to your iCloud account. And from here you can add and take away more devices and um 
I'm nodding my head. Ooh, excellent. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Oop, oh, darn it, I wasn't ready. There it is. Yeah, I actually uh, sometimes log into my, my iCloud account from my Windows PC at work. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, works a treat. God, I'm picking so much stuff up from you. What's up with that? <laughs> Speaking of stuff that's online. Now, now, can I, in saying that, actually, can I just say what happens if, uh, for whatever reason, you suddenly weren't at work anymore? What, what, mean while I was signed in? No, 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 no. You didn't sign in. You suddenly were, let's say you were sacked. Let's say, let's say you got sacked, right? And you couldn't. (laughs) Could happen any time. you couldn't then, obviously, what you can do is you could go into there, go onto your devices, and then actually you can't add devices from here. That was a, a, a faux pas on my point. But what you can do is you could go in here and then just make sure that it gets wiped off being able to, uh, um, that device could then ah, be wiped but you off see, being able to it's the difference. The it's the difference between downloading uh, an application from Apple to deal with your, your iCloudy stuff in Windows or just logging in through a browser? Uh, true, true. That's that's very true. So um, my work this, computer wouldn't this, show what, what up this, as a device. But what this also does is it, it confirms that those devices can't uh, receive an Apple identification code as well. Yes. It's, it's good housekeeping, Guy. It is. It's got the, anyway. it's got the Guy and Gaz seal of approval. <laughs> have you got an app pick which is I, not your seal of approval guy i See do i do um now I, I think i've told you before <laughs> i think i've told let me finish are you well, well, I'm, well you asked me a question i don't yeah, know but, yeah but i don't expect you to answer it oh guys you are absolutely right <laughs> uh, okay is it my okay, turn now now you can answer it oh, okay um I think I told you before on, hurry up. that I do some SharePoint stuff at work. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, because of the, the the nature of where I work and the types of computers they give us, it's not, I, I can't download any applications, you know, even right. free ones. So I needed a photo or image editor. And uh, number one, I didn't want to spend a lot of money. And number two, to get approval for a photo or image editor on my computer, uh, basically requires a note from God countersigned by uh, Krishna. So I started yeah, with that. And that's tough to do. Let me tell you that right now. Um, I was looking for something and the cost of it is zero. Now you don't get like adjustable Bezier curves and, and some of the other big high end uh, photo manipulation tricks, but the basics are all there. Uh, it's an online editor called Pixlr, P-I-X-L-R. You sign into this account. It keeps your, you can either save your, whatever it is that you're doing in it to your local machine or save it within Pixlr's little uh, cloud account that they'll give you. And it's, it's great. You know, I, I, it's really, really helped me out a lot. So Pixlr, it's a photo image editor that costs nothing, and it's online. Cool. 
Excellent. Okay, so as I was mentioning uh, earlier in the show and didn't quite get round to because we basically tangentially went off on a tangent. Shocker. Which is kind of what we do. But I took Mrs. G to London on Saturday as it was our 28th uh, wedding, wedding anniversary. Uh, now, we know London quite well uh, and where to go, but I tried an application called the London – well, it's not called the – it's called London Official City Guide, and it's by London and Partners Limited. Um, I found it quite good. So if you're taking a trip to London, certainly, check it out because it's free. And um, as I said, it's London Official City Guide. It's got a – you know. Um, items about where you can go and suggestions and it tells you the route and it can give you uh, how to get there, how long it's going to take to get there and all sorts of timing. So it's really quite useful. So go over. If you're visiting London, um, obviously it's going to be more for people that are in the UK, but if you're coming uh, from overseas, take a look at London Official City Guide by London and Partners. And you know what's amazing, Gaz, the American version of that app? Mm Mm-hmm actually in its directions tells you don't look right look left before crossing the street in front of every (laughs) single step it's telling you to take actually i don't know if it does that but it should i can't tell you now i've been to london a number of times i can't tell you how many times i have almost gotten swiped by a double-decker bus because i looked in the wrong direction as i was now the wrong direction for the uk uh, yes. As I was going to cross the street, it, it, it should just be a given. Oh, and yeah. moving off on another on, and, and completely another tangent. Did really? I ever? Yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the very about the very first time I drove on using British rules? British rules. Yeah. <laughs> what well, don't you mean the laws of our road? The laws. Well, as as it <laughs> as it works in the UK and Hong Kong, and yeah. various and other any, territories. And any other countries that, uh, that drive have... on the correct side of the road. <laughs> well, the, the first time I drove on the correct side of the road <laughs> was actually in Cyprus. And I had this little Mazda, and I was driving from um, Nicosia, the capital, down to Larnaca on the coast. And you know, almost nobody on the road. It's two-lane roads. And I made a left-hand turn, and without even thinking about it, I got into the right-hand lane. Yeah. And I'm just driving along, la, 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 la. And this guy passes me on the left, looking at me like, have you lost your mind? What are you doing? And it wasn't until after he passed me and I saw the look on his face that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ready to get yes. uh, do a header in front of somebody else's car. I shouldn't be doing this. Anyway. <clears throat> yes, um, we already talked about MaxDoc 2016. Uh, yep. We have some discount codes that will be in the show notes. Excellent. So if you plan on going to MaxDoc 2016, uh, yay, thank you very much. And if you aren't, why the hell not? <laughs> uh, but there are some discount codes there so that you can you can get some, some money off of the stuff that you want to do. Now, I don't, I haven't been over to the MyMac, Facebook page in a while, and I well, want to take. Well, don't you right? I was going to say, don't go suddenly go over there now because we're doing a show guy. I know, <laughs> um, but it's not that telling doesn't... me how many likers we have anyway. So well, screw Facebook. It... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not very nice, is it? <laughs> well, I mean, how many times have they not. screwed me? That's what well, I want to know. Well, we've got two plus likes this week. So it's now up to 162. Ooh. See, I need to find out where the hell that is because I couldn't <laughs> find it when I just looked. <laughs> uh, nothing significant. What do you like, hey? What I, do you like? Oh. So it's, it's um, so it's so hard Her, to live in Heri, this head. Hedy Berto Mayer and Dominic Say, those are the two new likers on Facebook. Thank you very much, chaps. Yes. You never know. You might even get a woo tea if you send in your emails, but I'm not going to say any more on that score. Yeah, I don't think I have Wooties set up for new people <laughs> and either like G plus or. Okay. Well, okay. send us your email because you definitely won't get a woo tea then. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> You got a shout out. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, No significant Twitter stuff. uh, No email that we know of or have checked lately. Uh, But we do have. Well, we did. did, I I spotted an email, but it was an email because I think it was linked in G plus, which we'll come to in a little while. Okay. Uh, But we do have an audio message from Skype for the second week in a row. I I don't believe you. I don't, don't believe that we could have in two weeks in a row. An audio clip. I just don't believe you. Well, there's actually a really good reason why. Why? Because it's from the same person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well done. That's brilliant. Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's okay. For it. Here it is. Hey, guy. Hey, guys. I'm going for the hat trick now. This is my third call into the number to leave you a message. I wanted to point out a couple of things. Number one, I don't know how to use Skype. I don't have Skype on my phone. <laughs> I just dial the phone number from the phone app on my iPhone. Remember, guys? They do still make phone calls with these things. They do? Uh, in the after show or at the end of the show last time when you were talking about you don't know why your listeners download the podcast, but you sure are glad that they do. And then later in the after show, you were talking about your lives and certain reactions and things. I got to thinking about it. That's that's a, a an attitude I take in my life every often, every so often. I don't know why she puts up with me, but I sure am glad that she does. Uh, third and and finally, my name is actually Greg G R E G Greg. Um, I, I was trying to think of a famous person that I could write it to, but the only one I could think of was Gregory Peck and. That's probably a little before either of y'all's time. Huh. Really before my time so? too, but my parents were kind of old for my age, so I know about old things like that. Great <laughs> show, guys. Really a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Yes, thank you so very, very much, Bob. We uh, we appreciate the fact <laughs> that you have called it. Uh, all kidding aside, um, Greg, I get the feeling that I am probably older than you because I know who Gregory Peck is. Actually, my parents were quite old, too. Yeah. 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 And even more amazing, we also have a new iTunes review. Whoa! I know! This is just getting, this is getting silly now. I'm just, no. And I've got, I've got, you carry on because I've got to go and have a lie down. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from Stefan Lesage. He says, good balance between news. I think he meant rants here. It says rants. And I don't think he's talking about South African money because that just wouldn't make any sense at all. And ew, silly jokes. Four stars. You can listen to news podcasts and comedy podcasts, but if you want a good dose of news, opinions, funny moments, good and bad jokes, mixed in with some silly languages. Well, see, that's the first thing I agree with. And other stuff, then this might be the podcast for you. 
I usually listen to it while running, and people are starting to wonder why I'm laughing when they can clearly see I'm not having all that fun after 10 kilometers of running. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Stefan. We really appreciate it. And um, I, I don't, I think I've got his email address somewhere, but just in case, uh, please, Stefan, send me an email so I can send you something that is just so amazing. And so it's life affirming. You will well, receive you sent, this. You sent, you sent one out um, this week, didn't you? I, I sent I, I three out. Yeah, oh, crikey. But there was one in particular. The, the one in particular, I, now I'm not going to embarrass them. Uh, by saying who it was here. Um, but I had a bit of a, a conversation uh, with them and, oh, oh. Men- and mentioned the fact that you <laughs> know, know they'd get is. a prize. Well, that they they gave me the address as well. And I thought, no, I've got to go back and kill this quickly. I'm not actually going to be sending you anything. It's a Wooty. And then they came back and said, what's a Wooty? Now, you know who you are, So, but I'm not going to embarrass you here because... <laughs> I think we embarrass ourselves enough every week. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that was great. I thought I've got to, but I have got to stop this. I've got to stop. Guy, send the Wooty as quick as you can because I don't want this chap thinking that um, uh, that they're going to get a, a, a prize. Well, <laughs> I'm physical. <laughs> I'm not really sure how I could send an electronic document physically. <laughs> And still keep it as an okay, electronic now, document. Oh, stop. Yes, yes. No, don't explain that. What I want is the listeners to tell us for next week's show. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, you've got to explain that and tell us how Guy can physically send an electronic document. In a, in a physical think, way. Think, think about it. Think about it. And... <laughs> and um, and we'll get right back to you. I think I know the answer, but we'll we'll get yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll give you a feedback next week. Anyway, guy, it's how a are they going to brain teaser? Uh, if how you would like to tell you, <laughs> if they wanted to tell me uh, the, anything, the, anything at all, you can send me an email, and my email address is guy g u y at mymac dot com, and I am on the Twitters. I don't know why I'm hesitant. Before all of this, but my Twitter handle name is Mac Parrot. And you can also contact us through, uh, oh, I wasn't ready, through Fearless Leader Tim. Fearless Leader. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, uh oh. <laughs> you would send that to. Feedback at mymac.com. F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Gaz. (coughs) Excuse me. For the astute among you can probably hear that music in the background. (laughs) Um, And if you can't, well, then I best turn it up. That's all I can say. Um, You can contact me on the Twitters. Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Gaz. And you can also send me an email to Gaz, G-A-Z, Gaz, at, at mymac.com. Uh, you can also contact both of us, uh, Guy and Gaz, G-Y-N-D-G-A-Z, Gaz, uh, <laughs> on the Twitters. So there you go. Hence the music in the background. And all of the Everton fans in the UK are smiling right now. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Uh, we also have a Skype telephone number. We do. Uh, it's area code plus one seven. It's not area code plus one at all. I'm lying to you. It's it's international <laughs> code plus one. Area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. If I've completely confused you, it's plus one. If you're outside the US, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. So easy. Greg knows how to do it. Everyone should know how to do it. Well, we're coming to that point again, and we would both like to thank you so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being with us here each and every week. Uh, If you have some weird bumpers that you would like to have us record in honor of the 600th podcast, which is coming up very, very quickly, uh, we will read those out on the air, and we will again... Thank you for that. And, you know, Gaz, I think, I think that we're good enough. Guys, the one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that Gaz is smart enough and that, doggone it, people just seem to like us. Cadiz, Uvazuduti, Oprostetini, Technology, Nini, or Ninai. Obervehicle, rest up, do mixu, vijama. Oh, crikey, I had to say that carefully, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So much better than pajamas. Prepado, kiddy see Jenna. Oh, Apple. Now, Check, please. You can't guess. <laughs> you can't guess what language you just told them. No, I was wanting for you to pick up the check. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay. Apparently, when thinking of loopy technology, uh, doesn't usually enter the mix, except when it comes to Apple, and that, my friend, is the. Um... thanks for downloading this podcast you can reach this and other great podcasts all on the stoplight network like the tech fan podcast three geeky ladies the club podcast the let's talk podcasts owc radio the deeper look podcast and the mac gist And today we went over to Corby to see uh, our daughter's band, the band that she doesn't play in anymore, but they're still going. And they've been winning lots of competitions again this year. They you know, again won the Nationals and they won several other competitions. So we thought, well, we just, you know, because she's not playing it anymore doesn't mean that we can't go and see them. So Yeah, well, we, we, we kind of so. do the same thing with, um, uh, you know, I've, I've told you before that Peter was doing acting when he was in high school. Yeah. And... Um, just because he's not going to that high school anymore doesn't mean that we still don't enjoy the performances because yeah, it's, right. it's the same teacher who, you know, and he gets like so much great stuff out of these kids and, you know, there was it's worth supporting, isn't it? Well, not only that, but what's funny, you can find conspiracy theories in almost anything. If you look yes. hard enough. Yes, of course. Now, I, love, I love them. I love them. Well, yeah. Peter's senior year in high school, they did spam a lot. Yep. And uh, they got, they have these, these local uh, uh, drama, you know, dramatic awards or drama awards 
for, you know, area high schools and it's called the Cappies. They got a record. I think it was 18 nominations and they won a record nine awards. Well, some of the more, let's just say, well-heeled high schools in the area that were used to kind of dominating the Cappies year after year. Apparently, last year, because they did, uh, after Peter graduated, the next year they did this this Adams Family Value play, which is based on, you know, the old Adams Family TV show. Yeah. And it was it was very well done. Uh, I didn't like it as much as Spamalot, but it was, you know, that the sets were amazing and the, the kids really performed well. Well, as it turns out, because the way this works is the 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 cappies are mostly based on uh, student reviewers. So one of the performance nights, they will section off a whole center section and uh, reviewers from all the other area high schools will come in and judge how well school A, B, or C did. And then the, the rest of the nomination process goes to a board, which is also students. Well, apparently these uppity-up high schools that have always kind of dominated the awards were very upset that West Potomac did as well as they did because West Potomac is like one of those, you know, I mean, it's a good school, but it's certainly not like, you know, one of the best schools in the County or anything like that. So they like stocked the board with their people and uh, West Potomac hardly even got a mention for Adams family values. And, because they had this uh, part of the reason why we couldn't record yesterday. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, your anniversary and all that was that we went to this neighborhood, what they call the progressive dinner where all the various peoples in the neighborhood get together and we all have hors d'oeuvres at one house and then separate for dinner and then meet for dessert at another house. Yeah. And some of the parents whose kids are, are still active in West Potomac's dramatic department, we're, we're talking about this like, oh, it, it was a conspiracy. You know, they, 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 you know, wanted their kids to win. So, you know, it didn't matter how well West Potomac did. They, they weren't going to be nominated. I was, and I'm sitting there listening to this and it's like, do any of you realize, and I didn't say it because, you know, you can't say things like this to parents without them losing their mind. I said, do you realize that in five years time, nobody will give a shit? <laughs> whether West Potomac or McLean high school or Hayfield or whatever high school it is that you want to talk about one, however many Cappy awards that they won in a particular year, all of the kids will have moved on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, there are so many things to get yeah, worked yeah. up about and whether or not, you know, your, your kids get cappy awards doesn't really have to be one of them. Yeah. Anyway, go at the top, don't they? They really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're rightfully proud of, of your daughter's band for as well as, you know, as great as they've done throughout the years and you're still supporting them. Yeah. That's because it. when that's it, it, what it really comes down to, it's not, and you almost hate to say, it, and this is something else you can't say to parents. It's not, necessarily the talent levels 
of your children that make the difference. It's yeah. the instruction and direction yeah, that they get right. from yeah, people who have been in whatever field it is, whether it's music and, or and, drama and the fact or that sports. They still support it and they, they're still there, you know, helping them on, helping yeah. them carry on. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it's like, <clears throat> it's okay. It doesn't really matter, you know, just let it go, you know, be happy that, that they did a great performance because. That's what's going to matter in the long run. When you talk to your children 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now and you say, remember when I saw you during this concert or remember when I saw you during this play or do you remember that football game that you played in or, you know, whatever. Those are the parts that will matter. It's It won't be whether you won a championship or an award or any of the rest of that because everyone will have moved on. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I'm ranting. Yes, you are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's just the things that people get upset about. Same thing is going on right well, let's, now. Well, let's not, let's not get upset about them then. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was about to get upset about Donald Trump. So, <laughs> And how upset I am that people are getting so upset about Donald Trump. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. You know, get, get on with it. <laughs> All right. So, um, wait, I need another drink of water now. Mm. All right. All right. I'll be good. Well, I'll be better. I should say. 